Well, crypto beats the SEC again. That's right. If you uh, remember, we had a big win in the Ripple Labs versus SEC lawsuit where they determined that the sales of Ripple were not a security that happened on exchanges. The SEC is appealing that decision. We, But we just had yesterday the Grayscale Court for the Bitcoin ETF was just announced as a win against the SEC. I'll get into that in a second. We also have an SEC lawsuit that they filed the first time regarding NFTs. And I think that's an important development to watch. So I'll talk a little bit about that. And last but not least, there is an update in one of these crypto bankruptcies that happened as a result of the big crash that happened last year. So let's get into it. This is How About That Crypto, news and updates. I come here once a week to kind of tell you all the things that I think were important that happened last week. I consume tons of content and uh, get, I editorialize it and I summarize it for you. And here we go. This way you don't have to do all the work. All right. Don't forget, this is not financial advice. You can use the links below to do your own research. All right, let's do this. I'm going to share my screen and uh, we're going to jump right in. So, all right. So this is an article in Wall Street Journal called, titled Grayscale's Court Win Over SEC Lifts Hope Hopes for Bitcoin ETF Approval. Bitcoin-related assets surge on setback to efforts at regulating crypto markets. I personally am not getting excited about this surge in crypto. Uh, and I am going to repeat myself like I've said this many times before, but I am a macro bear. I do not think the macro environment situation is over. I do think we have more downside personally, but... What do I know? I just, just a crypto bro, right? Okay, so let's move on. All right, so the story is that uh, Grayscale took the SEC to court, said, hey, you can't just decide not to approve my ETF when you approved a, a, a futures ETF. So the difference between a futures and a spot ETF, a spot ETF, you actually have to buy the Bitcoin, hold on to it, and you have to buy and sell it. It creates uh, it creates transactions on the network. It buys up supplies and takes it off the network. Uh, a futures contract never touches it. It's only people basically betting on what the future price will be. So apparently, according to these judges, you have they can't just decide to approve one and not the other because the reasons for not approving the spot Bitcoin ETF. Uh, they they would have had to solve those problems in a futures ETF. So they're saying, well, wait a minute. If you're claiming market manipulation, markets can still be manipulated and impact futures. Anyway, I'll read you exactly what they said. So this is a quote from the circuit judge, Naomi Ra Ra Rao. And it goes, the denial of Grayscale's proposal was arbitrary and capricious because the commission failed to explain its different treatment of similar products. And they noted that the SEC has approved Bitcoin's futures ETFs. The ruling was unanimous in a three-judge panel. One was Republican and one, two were Democrats. 
That is what we want to hear. We don't want to just hear judges that are Republicans all ganging up against the SEC. We want bipartisan support for this because it's going to last longer and more judges will take it as precedent. Now, this was a an appeals court. So then the question is, well, did we win? So does that mean Grayscale is going to get their spot ETF? Everybody's been talking about getting a Bitcoin spot ETF and how that's going to change everything. Well, I think it will change everything, but I don't think it's going to be overnight. Like just because you can now, everyone can now buy Bitcoin. Well, not yet, but in, in theory, in the future, when there's a Bitcoin spot ETF does get approved, that means that Joe Schmo, Jane, Jane Doe can go to Charles Schwab or Fidelity or any of their uh, brokerage accounts and they can buy the ticker GBTC. They can buy it right now because it's the trust. But once you get the ETFs out, whatever those tickers are, you can just buy them on a stock exchange and get direct exposure to the physical under, physical asset of Bitcoin. Well, I still think that people are going to be a little weary to buy Bitcoin until the macro environment improves. And the macro environment is not going to improve until rates stop, continue to go up and they start to come down. Just because they stop does not mean the macro environment's improving. We need to see interest rates go down and that's most likely going to take an uptick in unemployment. So until we see that, I just do not believe any of these pumps. I think they're all bull traps just want me to get in there and in the hype just to take my money away okay so that's anyway that's regardless it's a big deal uh we're gonna keep watching this and so what's the next step well the next step is let's see here i think it it's right here anyway i'll just tell you what it says because i can't find it it says that the that the SEC has a few options. First option, they can they can uh, come back and say, okay, we approve you. Judge, you're right. We approve you. I just do not believe that the SEC under Gary Gensler is going to do that. So the what's the other option? They could say, well, we're going to appeal this. We're going to take this to the Supreme Court. But the reality is that if this is partisan at all, you know, then he's running up against a primarily Republican Supreme Court. Not that that should matter. I'm just saying I just don't see that happening either. So what's the third option? Well, the third option is probably one of the most concerning. And I really don't hope this doesn't happen. But they could say, you know what, Judge, you're right. Our reasons for denying a Bitcoin spot ETF are do, are because we're concerned about market manipulation and no one's figured out how to manage that. And so we're actually going to pull our approvals for uh, futures ETFs. And then we won't have, no one will have any access to Bitcoin and, and crypto unless they get into Web3 or they open up a Coinbase or Kraken account or something like that. So those are two options. Take it to the Supreme Court, approve the Bitcoin ETF, or rescind the approval of the futures ETFs. So hopefully the last one does not happen. All right. What do you think? Let me know. Leave a comment below. Okay, next. 
this is a big deal. And I don't think anybody really is talking about this enough, but the SEC brings first in NFT enforcement action in case against a podcast studio. So this guy's name is Tom Blue, and it, he has Impact Theory. He's got 3.7 million subscribers. He raised $30 million from hundreds of investors. And apparently, according to the SEC, the company encouraged potential investors to view the purchase of Founders Key as an investment into the business, stating that investors would profit from their purchase of Impact Theory was successful in its efforts. The order finds that the NFT offered and sold to investors were investment contracts. So basically, they're trying to say that when this guy promoted his NFTs, he was saying, oh, hey, I'm going to build this business. And if I'm successful, then your NFTs are going to be worth something. And then you can turn around and sell them. And that sounds very much like invest in my business. And therefore, the SEC is saying it's as investment contract or security. Now, well, what's the flip side? Well, the flip side is, according to Republican commissioners, uh, Hester Peirce and Mark Ueda, they criticized the agency's move and said it raised larger questions with which the commission should grapple before bringing additional NFT cases. Basically, they're saying, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. We need to actually have more in-depth conversation about this because these NFTs are non-fungible, which means that they're more like collectibles. They also said they disagreed with the Howey that the Howey test applied or how the Howey test was applied. The SEC uses the Howey test in 1946 U.S. Supreme Court case to help determine whether transactions are investment contracts and subject to security laws. The handful of company and purchaser statements cited by the order are not the kinds of promises that form an investment contract. Person Ueda said in a statement, we do not routinely bring enforcement actions against people that sell watches, paintings, or collectibles, along with vague promises to build the brand and thus increase the resale value of those tangible items. Basically, it's like this. I create a new, I knew a watch brand and I call it, how about that crypto watches? And uh, each watch has like a really cool design in it. Maybe it's even unique. Maybe the face is an NFT and you also get it. I don't know. Maybe I'm making it too complicated. The <clears throat> the example they're saying is if I create a watch company and I say, hey, buy my watches. They're collectibles. And if my watch company becomes successful and I'm, and it's, I'm as big as Rolex, well, think about how much your watch is going to be worth. So she's saying that's not an investment contract. So why is the NFT investment contract? And guess what? Guess what this guy did? He did what probably most people are going to do. They didn't. He did not admit guilt. He did not deny wrongdoing. He agreed to the cease and desist order and pay $6 million in penalties. And he has to destroy all the NFTs in his possession and control. You know why? Because people don't fight the SEC unless they got $100 million in the bank. Mm. Now, I'm not saying I don't know how much Ripple Labs has spent. Let's look it up. How much has Ripple Labs spent on legal fees? They will. Ha they said they have to spend $100 million defending the charges. Uh, it doesn't say exactly for sure. Oh, it says, here you go. According to this, Coinpedia, 
that uh, Ripple Labs created the cryptocurrency XRP, spent at least $150 million on legal fees, but that's not necessarily fighting. So yeah, so somewhere in the ballpark of $100 million. So like people don't have that kind of money. He only raised $30 million. So he doesn't even have the money to go against the SEC. It's so ridiculous that this is be complete BS, you know, and, and it's like, how are people supposed to use this technology if they're just going to get sued by the SEC and nobody can afford to go against the SEC? It's just so ridiculous. Anyway, this is something this is very disappointing that this happened, especially because he probably didn't feel like he had much of a choice but to just move on with his business because that's not his business his business is like a massive podcast with awesome super awesome guests i definitely suggest you check it out and uh he's also saying he wants to be like the next next biz disney so he's building a bunch of films and stuff and so anyway this is very disappointing so we'll see what happens in the future if any more cases come again last but not least Genesis uh, Digital Currency Group reach in principle agreement to settle creditors claims. So if you were paying attention at the beginning of this year, I talked a lot about all these different bankruptcies, pretty much all of them kind of gotten through to the point where we can get our money back except for Celsius and uh, anything connected to DCG. DCG had three billion over three billion dollars that they owed to creditors. And uh, it says the top creditors, which were Gemini twins, the Gemini uh, exchange amongst others. Well, anyway, this says that they came up with uh, an agreement with some of their creditors, but the Gemini and another creditor did not agree with this settlement. Basically it says people will get 65 to 90% of their money back at over the course of two to four payments and i mean it's like kind of complex and a bunch of stuff to read if you want you can read the um the link look at it in the link in the description below but the tldr is just that like they said hey we have a we have an agreement but gemini and ad hoc group did not support the deal and it says although mediation was terminated constructive discussions with ad hoc group and gemini regarding the aforementioned agreed upon deal in principle are going and the parties remain committed to continuing these discussions with a goal of achieving fully consensual plan now just a reminder the link winklevoss twins are suing barry silbert the ceo of dcg and dcg uh, because accusing them of fraud and making false, misleading, complete representations. I think that the Gemini twins are concerned about getting in trouble. And uh, I think they're like trying to save face. But uh, what do I know? I just wanted to keep you updated in case your money is tied up in this and uh, you hadn't heard the latest news. So anyway, let me know what you think. Uh, leave a comment below and I will see you all next week. Hot on.